Sport Tech with Abu where you can listen anywhere on your portable devices. This is a series of episodes with different topics discussed on disabilities, different backgrounds, religious, sports, technology and people in the disability section because we're always trying to be equal and be equalized with everyone. So you can listen to this on your various platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, Acast, Google Podcasts or any other platforms, online podcast services that are out there. And you're joined with your host Abu Bakr, the podcast called Sport Tech with Abu. So subscribe, like, comment and share. My name is Akhtar Kasia. I run a support group. I'm a vice chair for the support group called Downs and Special Friends. I have a son uh, with Down syndrome who's 19. He's called Ayub and I'm here because of my connection with Downs and Special Friends and that's why you have invited me. Once he left the school, he was offered an opportunity to go to Dewsbury College. We did raise concern as parents that it was not appropriate for him to go to uh, Dewsbury College because appropriate resources were not there in place for children with special needs such as Ayub and other children as well. But the education providers did reassure us that no, everything will be there. So once it started there, we started having a lot of issues at the college. Nearly every other day, we were getting phone calls from the college to come pick Ayub up because he was misbehaving. They couldn't handle his behavior. They couldn't understand him basically. And that's where it all boiled down to. Um, He was at lunchtime with the normal children uh, and that caused unsupervised as well and that caused a lot of issues and it's only when we eventually found out that um, the the children were giving him smokes vapes and other stuff that we decided to just withdraw him from the college it it just got ridiculous they could not provide the support that that was required uh, by you I mean he was perfectly fine at school the support mechanisms were there but as soon as he went into higher education in college they said they did but to be honest they didn't Um, and we had a lot of issues so we withdrew him um, and then from there we decided to uh, send him to day centers. So we had to do a lot of research. Mum did a lot of research uh, in in making sure there were right uh, day centers available for him. And for us as a Muslim, um, it was very important that halal environment was there. So for example, the food, the drink and anything else that goes behind it. So it wasn't straightforward at all. Um, we had to kind of, we had to go and visit quite a few day centers to see which were appropriate and what kind of activities they did. And then eventually we settled with uh, a two day centers. So he goes to a place called Bespoke in Liversage for three days. And then for two days, he goes to Waves in Huddersfield. He's got nice balance now and he's much more settled. He's much more calmer. He's happier. And I think as a parent, that's very, very important. So Alhamdulillah, we in the end, we found the right balance uh, for him in terms of his uh, getting the development, the growth and what as an individual requires from day to day. Because obviously children like Ayub, um, they can't sit at the back of a desk and then just continuously read a book or follow an instruction from a teacher that's just right on the board. They are more hands-on. I mean, Ayub is a visual learner, so he likes to sort of observe other people either through a TV or just watching people outside. He copies them and that's how he develops himself basically and grows in his needs. Can you explain what down syndrome is and how it affects the person's daily living and what age could a person live until with down syndrome because i know someone who lived until he was 50 with down syndrome can you explain that for us how long he can live with down syndrome a perfectly normal life 
Down syndrome, it's basically a genetic condition and it's caused by uh, an extra chromosome, an extra copy of chromosome at number 21 DNA. So basically, the way the egg and the sperms uh, or the baby is born, you have a shared uh, DNA from mom and dad. And by you having an extra uh, chromosome, it basically creates a, a baby that is known as Down syndrome. And it's a genetic condition. It's not a disease. So you're not going to catch any disease or anything like that by, by touching down children with Down syndrome or babies with Down syndrome. You're not going to catch any disease or anything. It's, it's basically a genetic condition. You are born with it and it stays with you until the day you die. That's what Down syndrome is, is about. With regards to the life expectancies uh, these days, because of all the support and medical advancements and everything that is available, including the support group like us, Down syndrome, special friends uh you go down syndrome association it's still a long way to go we're not there yet but what that means is that because of the support that is available either within the community within the social care within the individual's houses uh, children and the people with down syndrome are able to live longer now it's quite normal now for children to live or the people to live uh, uh past 50 60 and there are much more older people with Down syndromes as well these days. And every single Down syndrome person or the child or an adult is different in their abilities, uh, their strengths. So it all differs. And all those will basically have an impact on how long that person lives. This is Sport Tech with Abu. Can you tell us more about the how did you come into it and how you got the role? I'm the vice chair for a group called Downs and Special Friends. So we don't just support members with Down, uh, with Down syndrome. We support members with autism, blindness, cystic fibrosis, and there's loads of other uh, disabilities diagnosed or undiagnosed, such as ADHD and, and so forth. So basically, the, the reason we came about in setting up, so our, we, we were the founding members uh, of this particular group. And the reason we came about doing that is very early, earlier age, early age of Ayub, we found that we did not see that many children with Down syndrome or the families with uh, Down children with Down syndrome in in our local community. And being a very positive parent, so my wife's very positive. I'm very positive. We wanted to make sure that uh, we took Ayub to every single wedding, funerals. We took him shopping wherever. We didn't we did not hide him. We did find that as we took him out, people were approaching us and were being very very positive in terms of speaking to us and saying how good they felt that they saw Ayub, for example, or they, they saw uh, Ayub with us. And they're like, oh, my sister's got a child with Down syndrome. Oh, my brother's got a, a child with Down syndrome. And slowly, slowly, they felt confident because there was a lot of stigma within our community. So if, if you've got any special needs child or a person, you would have noticed that our community actually does have a lot of stigma attached to it. I mean, classic example I give to most people is that we have two Eid celebrations in our mosque or in a year. And so when we go to mosque, how many special needs child do you see? We'll, we won't see any. For example, on Jummah or on Eid day, if you've got a disabled old person 
wheelchair, you'll have 10 people who will walk up there. They'll be helping this person to bring him in, etc. But if, if a child goes into the mosque, a specialist child hardly not see them. So we wanted to remove this stigma. And Alhamdulillah, by setting a small group, it's a very localized group. We are based in Batley, Dewsbury. So we are based in North Kirklees. Uh, and we cover Batley, Dewsbury, Cleckheaton, Ravenstop area. And we currently have over 250 plus members. And they all range from not just Asians and uh, Indians and Pakistanis, but we have everyone. from. So we have Syrian, we have Moroccan, we have obviously the, the non-Muslims, and everyone is a member. The committee members are all volunteers, and they're most of, all of them are parents with a child with special needs. Um, so it's, it's a support group run by the parents, and we do quite well. We run mainly activities uh, for our children. Uh, we do a lot of parties uh, for our children. They love parties, and our parties are very well-renowned in our local area. Uh, usually we have anything from 180 to 200 people at any given time for the parties and we mainly run activities where it's not just for the children with disabilities but it's for the whole family to take part so it's, it's up to the parents whether they want to take part whether their siblings want to take part or not but we run an activity which is all inclusive for the whole family and it's, it's a weekly events that we, we run as well so it, and it all dif differs on depending on what they want to do and people can pick and choose on what activity they would like to take or what their child would prefer can you tell us if there are any symptoms of down syndrome and are the people living with down syndrome are they at a disadvantage to their typical peers I would break the, the symptoms or the Down syndrome conditions down in uh, three categories. Uh, so the first one would be um, uh, physical features. So the physical features is the most obvious one that you would notice. The first one is the slanted eyes appear. So they more look they look more like a North Asian, i.e. the Chinese, Japanese uh, kind of eyes. That's how people usually uh, relate to. They are usually very short in height as well. So the heights are quite short. They have a short neck as well. They'll usually have like a, a flat profile as a flat face as well. So when you see the person, you'll see the flat face. Um, some of the Down syndrome children, they will have a protruding tongue as well. And that's quite normal as well. The, one of the things that we were told and were advised before even any tests were done is, is they usually have uh, on a palm, they usually have just one single crease up here. Uh, so when the baby is born... Uh, if the nurses or doctors suspect that the child has uh, Down syndrome from the from the facial features, then they usually see the palm. And that's what they did with my son as well. So even before he was tested, they basically confirmed that it looks like he's got Down syndrome. That's for physical features. In terms of the development side, developmental delays, that's a second category. They all include in terms of intellectual capabilities. So for example, the capabilities that you and I have in terms of thinking on sports and other stuff, they'll have a slow version of it, if that makes sense. Um, even though they understand everything, the intellectuality is not there. They usually have uh, delayed speech and uh, language uh, development as well. So my son, even though he's there, his, his speech is not clear. Uh, he's 19, but his speech is not clear. Some people might not understand him. So intellectual disability links to vulnerability as well. They have a very slow stroke reduced motor skills as well. So for example, you can you and I can pinch things, but you will find as an example, um, the, the way they hold the spoon or the way they pinch, it'll be very difficult because in the body, the muscles are not 
developed as you and I have. Um, they don't, you know, everything is uh, what they call a low muscle tone. So they hardly have any muscles in the body and that's why they get tired. They can't walk for long. That's why they, they look a bit round and podgy. When you touch them, they're all soft. Wherever, wherever you touch them, it's all soft or you can just feel the bones. And these are standard characteristics on there. The third category is, uh, I would say, health concerns. For typically child with Down syndrome, they usually have um, a high risk of uh, congenital uh, heart disease. So some ch some children with Down syndrome, they are born with what they call hole in a heart. Uh, so they do have a heart top high bypass operation to get it repaired. They uh, have a hearing and uh, vision problems as well. Uh, most of them, so you'll see them wearing glasses, they wear hearing aid as well. My son did wear a hearing aid, but he's, he's grown out of it now. They have, they have a uh, susceptibility to increased uh, respiratory infection. So where the weather changes instantly, cold weather, hot weather, you know, they, they do get infection very quickly. So we have to uh, be careful with that. And some of the children do have a, a thyroid dysfunction as well. These are just the three categories that, that I would specify in terms of the symptoms of, uh, I wouldn't say symptoms of Down syndrome, but more of a characteristics of uh, Down syndrome. Symptom is only if, if it's a disease. Uh, Down syndrome is not a disease. Where are you Where going? Are you going? are you going online? Or you wanna go in the air? Because we're joined with Abu Bakr and Abdul Rahman on the Sport Tech with Abu Podcast. Comment, like and share on Sport Tech with Abu. So Akhtar, what best advice would you give to someone that has got Down syndrome or vision impairment or like um if They've got a learning disability, schizophrenia, because myself, I've got vision impairment, registered blind, abdomen, he's got a learning disability, schizophrenia. So what best advice would you give to someone with any type of disability? I think uh, it all boils down from how quickly a parent has accepted that their child has uh, got disability. Um, and once the acceptance is done, uh, there's a great reward in terms of looking at that child or looking at that person with everything they will do in future in a positive manner so we accepted this very very early uh, early age i mean we're talking so just three or four months when uh, you when we got told about down syndrome i mean he was two weeks old when you we were told he was down syndrome and we accepted it straight away the concern as a parent uh, was that what kind of future is he going to have? So we're talking sort of 15, 20 years down the road. But once we accepted that Ayub as it is, we tackled every single ob obstacle. I mean, especially my wife did a, a lot of hard work with him in terms of going to seeing the specialist, uh, seeing the doctors, the GPs, the nurses, the support mechanism that was available, whether it was through da Bradford Down Syndrome Group or uh, through Leeds uh, Down Syndrome Group, where the speech therapy was available for him. So all those early, early age tasks, my tackled it in a, in a very uh, comprehensive way and she went out looked for the resources and accepted it luckily now because of our group we're able to share those uh, knowledge and information with other parents who are who would be in a similar situation as us but the earlier they accept the better it is for the child and for the parents and the siblings and rest of the family as well because then that helps the child in terms of the developmental growth the resources that's required and it's it's crucial that if if the if the support mechanism is there you know obviously they will have every single uh, uh, child with down syndrome it, it differs in a numerous way you know not all all down syndrome child are same okay their appearance might be same but they all differ in a in a way, way quite quite different ways so i would say as a parent you have to accept it then put the support mechanism in place 
If you're not aware of any support mechanism, go out there, look for the support groups, look, go meet other parents, meet support groups, ring us up. I mean, I'm, I'm more than happy to help and support whoever requires anything. As long as you do that, and as long as you put the child out in the community as well, so take him out shopping, you know, let people stare at them, doesn't matter. Don't get nervous. I mean, when people stare at my Ayub, I actually take Ayub to them and say, look, do you want to say hello to him? You know, so I, I uh, go in a reverse reverse mode, basically. And I'm not ashamed of that. Why why, why should I be ashamed uh, uh, of my child? Um, I'm not. I'm very proud of him. He, he lives a full life. He lives a very full life with love, uh, resources available for him. If he wants to go town center, he can go town center. He's got his own personal assistance that comes uh, support him three times a week as well. So they go to restaurants, they go uh, walking, gym. Uh, hairdressers, you name it, they, they they have a good 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 time. So as long as a parent, you accept it and you you able to be be you able to see your child in a positive manner, in a positive view, that reflects on your child itself. They automatically pick up on the positive vibes from the parents or the supporting mechanism that's available to the child, and naturally that will help the child in the development growth. The development growth is part of. Uh, the down syndrome uh, symptom uh, even earlier so the mental state uh, the development of the intellectuality um, uh, has an impact on on the mental state as well because they're not able to differentiate the risk factor or non-risk factor so for example my ayub till uh, early, um, um, a few years ago he would not understand what the element was so he would cross the road without even looking he would jump off uh, a wall and uh, not understanding the the risk factor in terms of breaking leg or anything like that he would not understand the danger element uh, so he would just run on a road so we, we, we always had two carers with him the mental uh, uh, capacity usually comes in in terms of uh, the development so the more positive you are and the more you aware you are of what your child's capabilities are uh, you're able to put the support mechanism around that so when, once we are that our child was quite high risk putting himself on danger but for the carers as well there are ways of tackling things mental health is always going to be there because when they look at other children and other people what they're able to do in terms of say playing footballs or watching cricket or other stuff they 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 obviously want to copy but they understand what the limitations are and that can put a child in in a, in a very uncompromisingly very depression kind of uh, situation so it's all is all again it boils down on a parents because a child is not able to make a decision in terms of right or wrong uh, a parental support uh, in the right way in a positive way would help the child develop um, and be positive in the community and that's what we've done with Ayub so even though with all his his, his language issues with his health issues he's still in the community people do welcome him he's able to communicate he's very confident he's very uh, joyous person he's a very happy child he he, he likes having a laugh he it, it, he's a great kid I mean you come in you come to Bali and I would say every single person in Bali knows who Ayub is my name is Akhtar Kasia. I am Downs and Special Friends Vice Chairman. We are a local group in North Kirklees, Bali, Dewsbury, Ravenstop, Osset. We run this support group in a place. We have about 200 to 250 members. Those who have Down Syndrome, who have Down Syndrome, who have Autism, ADHD, blindness. 
वो सब डिसेबिलिटीज को हम सपोर्ट करते हैं सपोर्ट मैकेनिज्म में हम एक्टिविटीज वगैरह रन करते हैं काफी और वो एक्टिविटीज पूरे फैमिली के लिए रन करते हैं बच्चों लोग के लिए नहीं करते लेकिन पूरे पूरे फैमिली के लिए सो बच्चे के भाई बहन अगर हो फिर माँ अम्मा अब्बा हो दादा दादी हो अंकल आंटी हो उन सब के सबको इन्वॉल्व करते हैं ये एक्टिविटी में एक पॉजिटिव रिस्पॉन्स एक पॉजिटिव सपोर्ट के लिए हम बच्चों के लिए करते हैं with Abu Bakr and Abdul Rahman Arshad on the sport tent with Abu So most of this time is it, it, for us for example like, like parents like us he was a surprise so when when Ayub uh, uh, was born um he didn't cry he had low features of down syndrome and it was the hospital usually this what will happen the hospital will take the lead in this matter they might not tell the parents straight away but they would they would consult with them and and then they'll send the dna over for the testing purpose that dna testing these days do take a couple of days now to come back uh, in our case it took 14 days 2 weeks uh, but we're going back 20 years bearing in mind once the result comes back there is confirmed down syndrome so doctors will tell the uh, uh, parents uh, they'll inform the parents um, that your child has down syndrome and then as a baby you you obviously as a parent you have got a lot of things flying around you confused you are uh, concerned and all sorts of things so you have a lot of questions uh, but the sooner you accept it and the sooner you start speaking and and uh, speaking to the support group or the other parents with the with the down syndrome a child with down syndrome or any other disabilities the better the next step uh, a big group for us is is to have a, a, a cafe either in balli or jewsbury area uh, that's going to be run the adult ch- children with special needs they have an interaction with the within the community they able to deal with the with the routine uh, they able to deal with the cash they will able to deal with the time management obviously there will be a support uh, person available within the cafe as well but that's the next step for us for older children to work to because at the moment in terms of the employment wise and other stuff there's not much things available for for our children uh you know they 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 don't have i mean the reading and writing and then lifting and all this stuff they can't do any of this stuff so we have to be very careful so the idea behind the cafe is is to bring the community together so bring the community to the cafe uh, interact with our children as well um and hopefully create that uh, good vibe kind of environment for everyone so that's the next step i mean just locally we've got 250 members so we can imagine there are loads of other children and other groups available i mean i'm sure there must be a group in manchester as well i know there's a group in bradford there's a group in leeds so i think each town will have it but we are very unique in a sense that we are not just group for children with down syndrome we we support children with autism blindness adhd so we are the only group in the whole country that provides support for children with so many disabilities so so many different types of disabilities down syndrome i'm sure there'll be someone in manchester offering that support group Can you describe the experience of parenting a person with down syndrome and what are the challenges that come with it? Where do challenges? I start? <laughs> um, Just uh, some of them. Uh, you don't have to name all of them. <laughs> no, no. It, it's it, to be honest. It's very simple. It's a very, 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 very rewarding. Um, for me, it's just I would I won't I won't go into too much detail other than. I just it's a very rewarding and I'm blessed uh that Allah Taala has given me and my wife and my 
the opportunity to take care of ayub um and ayub brings us love joy love happiness uh love contentment in terms of um everything that we do in our life now so you know before he was born about money 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 once he came into our life uh, um the whole family um uh, priority changed um and alhamdulillah once we when you know like i keep on saying accept it um the sooner you accept it the more happier as you are going to be there's going to be lots of challenges it's not going to be easy there's going to be lots of hurdles to cross from schools to ecps the council fighting everything but end of the day every step that your child takes is so rewarding for you to see so we've got a facebook you just search downs and special friends on facebook we are there we've got a website as well downs and special friends.org we've got a website we've got a telephone number which is 01924922924 you can ring us uh, uh, and we will we'll take care of it everything is confidential um all the conversations are con- confidential the emails anything else you know we're more than happy my name is akta kasia and i am a vice chair for a group called downs and special friends based in north kirklees in uk you're listening to sport tag with abu you can find me on my social media life with abu tiktok l i f e w i t h a b u that is my tiktok on x it's abu ish 30 a b u i s h 30 as the number 30 on instagram it's abu bakrishtia a b u b a k r i s h t i a q Abu Bakr Ishtiaq on Instagram and also you can follow me on my YouTube channel Abu Bakr Ishtiaq like comment share and subscribe